Schumacher hits David Coulthard and is out. George Russell is the Formula 2 champion. Oh! Hitchcliffe with a big one. Big one. Welcome to The Monkey Seat, episode 38B, the podcast that is very different to last year. We promise. My name is Tom. And I'm Carl, and I'm proud to say I have more musical talent than your boy Lando. Oh, leave my Lando did alone. Did you see well his... with that triangle. <laughs> yeah, just change Of course triangle. I did. Oh, uh, what was that leave about? I learned more about him playing a triangle than I learned about the car. But anyway, let's carry on. Yes, we are a fully independent podcast hosted by two opinionated friends who like to put the world to right. <laughs> As suggested just now, uh, visit our website monkeyseedpod.com and follow us on all the socials at monkeyseed. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms, including YouTube, by searching for the Monkey Seat Podcast. And if you like what you hear and see now, uh, leave a five-star review and we'll give you a shout. Tonight we will be live streaming again on YouTube and hopefully, third time lucky, I will get this right. Uh, so if you want to catch up with some episodes early and head over to YouTube and see why we have faces for radio, that really wasn't worth the effort. No. Uh, and also what that bloody annoying cat keeps doing. Yeah, I, I don't have the cat. I do have Jack in, who's my dog. Um, he's not actually in here, he's actually in the lounge. But um, we, we gave him a wash and we haven't let him outside since. Well, we have let him outside, but he's not. normally he just gets let out and he runs around the garden and digs lots but it's like you're clean we're not letting you out <laughs> so he's actually been an inside dog for once which is quite strange Aww, bless um and so he's not running around annoying all the neighbors um so how's your week been good good i'm getting a bonus this week which is nice which is gonna pay off the How credit card bill a bonus uh are you back, getting a bonus backdated pay pay dispute that's been going <laughs> on for a year and it's backdated so yeah nice that's 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 coming at a very very nice time. Uh, that's so that's all good. How about you? Uh, we got planning. You got planning. Our house. Anyone who was on the pre-show on YouTube will know this already. Yeah, sorry, it's, it's old news to those people. But anyway, uh, so I got planning for my house. Um, what else has happened? Um, that's it. And my daughter rolled over for the first time today. Um, uh, Laura just says we have let Jack out. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> what ah. she said so we, ha- we have the wife we... is listening in excellent excellent and uh... we have let jack out he's just he's not been held captive in here and we've uh, and my 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 mother-in-law walked walked him earlier and i gave him a walk as well so we have been walking him it's just normally he just opens the door and runs outside and goes and runs over two acres of land oh bless well, him currently he's on a lead for a walk anyway that's really dull Hello, Laura. Um, Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the go. podcast. Um, she, she should be watching you. She's obsessed with this program called You. So I am actually surprised I managed to keep her attention for about 10 minutes. So far, she's got up to that point. Anyway, um, we, I mean, I'm bored. I, I mean, this could be the quickest po- podcast in the world. because <laughs> There's not a lot going on. There's not Just... a lot going on. Did not want to go three weeks without doing one. So, uh, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the Formula One car launches, uh, the uh, the sprint races that we said were not going to happen two weeks ago. A little bit about Sergio Perez. Then Carl can go to sleep for a bit while we talk about IndyCar. Uh, and then we're going to head over and do uh, not so much a Formula E preview because we've pretty much already done two of those. So just kind of talk a little bit about Formula E coming up this uh, this weekend, <sighs> the first race. Yay. So... 
yeah, so you've already uh, ribbed on my boy Lando for his uh, for his musical skills. What did you think of the McLaren launch? Uh, I know what you thought about it, but because uh, you were texting <laughs> me live during it, so I mean, did I miss the point where they showed the new car? It was a it was a good team launch, I thought, but oh, there yeah. was no real car. It it's like was... Ferrari are doing a team launch in uh, what twenty sixth of February, which is in two days' time. But the uh, car launch is until the third of March. That's what they should have done, really. I think. I sorry, McLaren's. Oh, yeah, that really annoyed me because I was actually watching it on YouTube, the McLaren launch, and then everyone just saying hi. Um, talking about people saying hi, did everyone just get a free hat? <laughs> it seems the that McLaren way. launch. I mean, I just want a free hat. Um, Obviously, anyone that was appearing was on there. And then suddenly, because of the way they were positioned, or certain people were positioned on that launch, they got really distracting when they were interviewing, like, um, Ricardo and uh, Lando um, and Norris. I suppose I'd better use either their surnames or the first names. Um, And it got really, really distracting. It was like, oh, my God, this is pile of pants. Um, And them driving in and then, in the in the McLarens, I mean, it was just a bit of a. They were cool cars. They were cool cars. It did make why, me laugh. Hang on, when, uh... it was pitch fucking black, and they drove in in black cars. What? They didn't even put lights on down there. I was like, oh my god, what is going on? And then Emily said, "Is is that the cars for next year?" It's like, no, that's just their road cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're suddenly not... grown roofs, and <laughs> and, and, and tin tops. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. Uh, um, I am surprised McLaren don't race those cars anyway they have done in the past have many they? many 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 years ago the original mclaren f1 won at le mans all right there you in, like his first attempt um but um it was and i mean it was a game spot the difference for that car to be honest with you. yeah i mean you could see the slight cutaway on the floor um and that's pretty much the only difference you could I visibly couldn't. see <laughs> well before i mean I'm, the a, floors... I'm a guy that's like oh that's a pretty car yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, they could have at least spiced up the livery and made it. You know, I mean, the livery's great. I love the livery, but they could have changed the livery a little bit just to kind of if like. If you like orange. Yeah. Just g- give it um, something different because you, the naked eye, can't really tell the difference between that car apart from a very small difference with the floor. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Um. But then, like, yeah, I just don't really see it, and I don't get it, and. Yeah, it was just the same car, which I think we were sort of expecting. It seems to be a run this year of same cars. Like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it will be because of the the very minor changes to the uh, to the technical regulations that, and yeah. also the chassis have to be carried over. So any changes have to be done with a token system. Um, so the changes are going to be minor. It's just the, the the things that are imposed by the regulations, like the cutaway on the floor that has to be there and some slight changes to the aerodynamic rules. They've taken about 10% of the downforce off, but uh, they think they're going to be back up. That's just shrinking it down to... the back, isn't it? Yeah, um, partially that. And then they've changed something on the brake ducts as well. I'm not a technical analyst. I'm not going to pretend I know all the technical stuff um, if you want as a, well. If you want a technical version of it, go and look up F1 Elvis. Because he's yes. done a technical specification on every single one of them. Yeah, F1 Elvis, um, friend of the podcast, F1 Elvis as well. If, if you want to, uh... and he's got a new podcast as well. He's got a new one, uh, which is very interesting. So weirdly, the business side, which I'm finding really interesting. Okay, just done two episodes of it. Um, but yeah, he's just doing 
everyone Elvis has got a new podcast. Yeah. Um, I think uh, our one episode twenty five, I think, was uh, Mark Priestley was on our podcast. If you want to have a have a watch of that or listen to, listen to that, um, it's it's a very uh, very insane. very good episode. Very interesting and top bloke as well. Really top. Bloke. If you want to know about the prettiness of the car, come to us. If you want to know yeah. about the technical car, go to Grid Talk or go to Elvis. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much geekier than I am. Yeah. Um, well, you can go to Missed Apex as well if you want. But oh, Missed Apex, you know, sorry. Everyone, everyone does Missed Apex, though, so don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. We, we need some love. Throw us some we love. We need some love. Um, I mean, I suppose three wheels, uh, three legs, I suppose. Three legs, anyway, wheels. Anyway, are we just yeah. naming every other podcast we can think yeah, of? Yeah, we could do. The um, race, the race is a good one. That's, that's all right. Oh, yeah, the race. Yeah. And, and then, obviously, the the F1 podcast himself. And also, uh, Jenny Gao has a new podcast. Yes, well. she does. Anyway, I seem Fast to be... Fast Talkers. Fast Talkers. Which yeah, had Elvis on as well. Um, <laughs> so, there we go. We've named every other podcast. Not we every. There's literally one. hundreds of them. I never yeah. realised just how many there were. When oh, I yeah, started I found this, another one the other day. When I, I started like... this, I thought, oh, there's, there's, there's not that many out there. And then as soon as I started this one up, it's just like, actually, there's literally thousands of them. Yeah, I found another one the other day that started in January this year. Um, mm. And they had Ricardo on it. I was like, fair play. Someone's gotten in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's Motormouth, who's obviously, they do lots of interviews. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway stop telling people no... where else to look for podcasts. Well, this is I the only like... place to get motorsport, com- um, motorsport content. But it's not. This conversation about other podcasts is pretty much as boring as talking about the McLaren. So, yeah, so let's the go Alphatori. on to some of the Yeah, these Alphatori have changed the colours slightly. Well, no, they just said reversed it, was green. it. No, no, that was Alfa Romeo. No, no, um, Alpha Alpha Tori have as well. They've literally like, the top of the car oh, yeah. is now is now oh, yeah, navy and the bottom yeah. is white. Whereas yeah. last time the bottom was navy, and the top was white. And Alpha Romeo have done the same with their white. Yeah, they're just just to clarify. Yes, I didn't think it was green. It just it just had looked like it had like a really I've dark shade of green. No, it, I've it looked got a like text it had a, from Tom that the said the picture it was that green. I saw it on. It looked like it had a very dark shade of green. Um. Yeah. Both. So the Alpha Tauri and the Alpha Romeo grand. They've swapped yep. colours. You know, at least they've given it a try. At least yeah. they've given it a try. I'm <laughs> sure there's some more technical specifications on those. Um, bearing in mind the Aftari will be very similar to the Red Bull, although not officially. Um, well, no, they've actually, they've not taken up the Red Bull rear end, which they had every right to do under the regulations this year. They've gone yeah. their own way. Uh, they do have, they've obviously got a different concept for the front of, of the car yeah. and a different concept for the back Where of the car. Where they haven't so got the newy nose. Yeah, the nose is completely different. So as as a result, the nose is obviously the first thing that touches the air, uh, and so that shapes how the how the air travels across the entire chassis and all the way through to the back of the car. So if the nose is different, it changes the aerodynamic properties of the entire car. So yeah. um, it is a fundamentally very different oh, aer- he's car aerodynamically. No, this is about as technical as I get. Um, <laughs> the, the Red Bull, though, it just looks. I mean, the Red Bull ones really piss me off because it's basically. <laughs> The same car as last year. I mean, at least with the other ones, you can see some slight differences. They've basically just tapered in the floor a little bit. That's not the car that's going to turn up in testing. It's going to be a completely different car. Why launch the car? Why, if you're going to do that, just do a team launch. Mm, they have looked. They, yeah, they are. I, I, it might be the set of car that's done in testing. Bearing in mind, they've been fucking around a lot with the Honda thing at the moment. And I don't know how much concentration they've had on this car. I just feel well, like it's they're under a lot of pressure to win the title this year because it's uh, it's Honda's last last try and Honda are throwing everything into it so including the name on the back 
Um, well, that's only because their um, Aston Martin sponsorship yeah. is now up. I wonder where they've gone. Um, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. Um, talking about sponsorship, did you hear BWT is now sponsoring? I'm now going to carry on sponsoring Force India. Um, sorry, Ast- Aston um, Martin. Aston Martin. Um, Are they just not with the colours team? Just not with the colours. So oh, okay. But then I was just thinking, actually, to be fair, it does like why would if you were BWT, why would you go for, like there was rumours of them going to Williams and Haas. Mm. Um, why? I mean, yeah, they don't they don't to have to be to sit at the back. Yeah, they don't have you to know, be a title sponsor, do they? It's uh, uh, with no. with Aston Martin or with, with Racing Point. They were the title sponsor, and the whole team was branded around them. They've obviously yeah. gone and gone uh, gone with cognizant. Uh, cognizant. And uh, but that doesn't mean that they can't continue their commercial partnership with BWT, but they just don't have pink cars. It's a shame because I really like the pink cars. I think I think the green one will be sexy. Oh yeah, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. The green car will be great so long as it's not just another white car because white cars piss me off. Well, you're losing a load of white cars. You haven't got a single white car yet. Um, we'll probably the Williams will probably be white. Hopefully, it won't be. The Alfa, Alfa Romeo is is predominantly white, and the Alfa Tori no, has white have, on it. Yeah, the Alfa Romeo. It is. It's a lot of red on it. It's got yeah, it's got a lot of dark red. red, but it is it is predominantly white. I class anyway, it as a white car. Anyway, that's as exciting as we've got with the launches. Um, mm-hmm. No one's done anything technically amazing. It's not like we've only got a new car, and everyone's saying how amazing their car is. That's literally it. Mm. Um, although Alfa. Um, hang on, which one was Alfa Romeo? Was a bit more flashy with the. But I, I didn't did actually like... see the launch. Did you not? To be fair, I was working at the time. But what's his name? Was there? Um, who? Who's the support driver? Uh, um, Kibitza. Kibitza. Kibitza was on stage as well, just looking very lost. Mm. So apparently, uh, Laura Higgins loves white cars. Apparently, is she still listening? Comments. Apparently what is so. Wrong yeah. With her? Yeah, I've 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 given her a shaking fist. <laughs> shaking fist. Um, she hasn't even got a white car. She's got a black one and a blue one. I don't think Laura's ever had. Oh yeah, she might if she kept, well no, she's never had a white car. Not that I know of anyway. Um, anyway, uh, sprint races because I am bored of talking about launches. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> just before we move on to sprint races, uh, just um. So we've got Ferrari team launch a couple of days and nothing till the 2nd of March. Then we've got Mercedes, Alpine, uh, Aston Martin on the 2nd and 3rd. And then we've got Williams on the 5th and Haas are yet to announce. But to be honest, Haas are just going to Oh, gonna let's roll. all wait for Haas's yeah. car. And I Haas are just going to roll out the garage at testing because they can't get their... No, seriously, they are. Because they because of um, COVID, they can't get their engine into the country. It's so they can't put the thing America, together. Isn't it? They can't put the thing together until well, it's in Bahrain. <laughs> At least you have a roadmap to get out of bloody COVID in the UK. We do. Unlike us, we're stuck in lockdown level five, the top level, until after Easter. And then who knows? And I've never known how alcoholic the um, the English are. I Since since the announcement on the that you're all going drinking on the 15th of June, I have had so many texts of, you know, me- memes, memes, whatever they're fucking called, mm-hmm. about that. The Irish are just like... Oh, we're not going drinking. Well, the all. Irish are like drunk all the time, aren't they? But we, uh, no, we yeah, we're, we're actually not. There's nothing going on here. There's no. Drinking. I, tell you, I have There's probably consumed going. less alcohol through lockdown than I have in my entire life. Oh, it's just like there's nothing going on here. 
and we're, we're in lockdown. Well, at least till after Easter, we can't even go swimming. We can't do anything. At least you've got a plan. You know. Well, we've got a plan. It's just whether we actually, whether it actually comes to fruition or not. That's the. <sighs> anyway, yeah, which, you yeah. can tell that this is a really slow news day. It is. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. you've got some weird thing going on with your camera there. You've got like a massive smudge. Oh, it's gone now. There we go. Look at that. That's weird. <laughs> the camera thinks your back wall is your arm. Um, yeah, I just, sorry. It's that slow a news day. We're sort of. Mm. So um, we're going to talk about sprint races now. Uh, last On the last podcast, uh, Carl said, it's not going to happen, I don't care. So anyway, sprint races are confirmed. It looks like they're going to happen. Uh, oh, I agreement. was wrong. There's been an agreement in principle. Um, I was right about something, which we're going to talk about later, which I'm very excited about. Um, but yeah, so they've been agreed in principle. Uh, potentially over three races. Uh, was it Canada? Brazil? I don't know. I, I, never even, I don't know anything about this, really. Yeah, um, three races, Canada, Brazil, and there's one other which eludes me at the moment. This I can't remember. Um, so tell me, go on, what's going actually on? There's now... So how, the expected format, again, they, they've agreed in principle that they're going to try it for three races this year. Now, that's the, the talk at the moment is that it's going to be for points, which I'll get onto because I'm not massively enamored with that. Um, and, Instead um, of position. No, it will be to set the grid for the race and will also be worth points is what the initial proposal is, which the teams haven't haven't objected to. So it's going to be it's practice like one. It's sounding like a gimmick. It's sounding they've looked at Formula E and gone, oh yeah, we need something more than so just racing. It's less of a gimmick than reverse grids. I'll say that because it's not success balanced. Yeah, it's actually, right. it's not balanced of performance. It's but actually you, a, a competitive as... race as opposed to a practice session. So you've got practice one. Uh, and then practice two will be a qualifying session, a short qualifying session. And then in place of practice three and qualifying on Saturday, you'll just get a sprint race, which will be one third distance. Um, and then that will set the grid for the race on the Sunday. Now, I think a better format would be practice one and practice two as normal, a qualifying a session, a short qualifying session, yeah. just 20 minutes, fastest lap in 20 minutes on the Saturday morning and then a and then a sprint race yeah. Yeah. on Saturday afternoon yeah. and then the race on the Sunday. That's what yeah. I would go for. I don't see why we have to do qualifying on a Friday because a lot of people like watching qualifying and a lot of people have day jobs, nine to five, and they can't watch qualifying on a Friday afternoon. That doesn't make much sense, does it? I, no. Yeah, I agree with you. On that one, I, I suppose the only thing is it gives them time to turn around and fix whatever in between all the races. Well, that's that kind of spoils it. Uh, that's the point. I, I like well, the no, fact that they can they go they... flat out on the Saturday morning to try and qualify, and then they yeah. bin it, and then they've got like three hours to fix it before the sprint race, or they end up at the yeah, back. Yeah, which is like, yeah, it's sort of slightly unfair on that one. Do you know what I mean? If I know what you mean, it, but I don't care. Like, yeah, don't bin it then. At least it gives them the night to get it fixed. Mm. Um, I suppose to... you're probably right, but you know, it gives them three. You know, it gives them time to fix anything when they've been, and especially as they're such highly tuned cards. Mm. Um, what do you think about it being for points, though? Well, not much. I don't. I don't have an opinion on it because it's never happened. It's hard to judge something that you don't know. Do you know what I mean? Well, we can judge it a little bit on on what we see in Formula 2 and Formula 3. 
because they do sprint races and but they're, and they're, they're done in points so yeah it doesn't make much difference if it's you know it just it's just randomly going to add a load of extra random points and i like, think as, the problem is as well i think it's it's more points and i just think in a race it's so hang not on, the just to confirm so it's qualifying on friday mm-hmm race sprint race on saturday yeah which and... is four points but we don't know how many points yet it's probably okay. like half points and then or one race third on points. Sunday. yeah but the... so where who what so if you finish the well finishing the... positions of the sprint race are the starting grid for the sunday race okay so that could be interesting so if you have a bad qualifying you then have to spend the sprint race trying to get up to a decent position but then if you have a good qualifying and and, well, and then balls you had up a bad qualifying race. And he, but it gives you a chance in the sprint race to get up. Yeah, and it equally as well, chance. if you if you bin it in the sprint race, you start at the back of the feature race. The so, next day. who will this work for advantageously, and who would it work for? It's difficult who to say. This is the thing; it's difficult to say. I mean, I, anything that replaces a, a boring practice session with a competitive session is good. I think is oh, but my issue is I don't think it should like be for points. Hamilton. I think it should just be to set the grid. This will screw Bottas because Bottas is qualifying king, and so is and so is Russell. Let's bear those two people in mind on this mm-hmm. one. They're qualifying kings. That just means that Russell in the race will just go backwards, mm-hmm, and potentially. he'll end up always at the back of the grid, even if he ha- if even if he has a Super Saturday. And the Bottas is possibly the same. That does make an advantage. Hamilton will do fine. Whatever, I'm not worried. It's about just going to put. It's but just going to put more emphasis. Then, it will mean Verstappen and um, and Perez are going to be two and three. It's going to put more emphasis on the on the race setup than the qualifying setup. And yeah. who is the best in races? Is Hamilton. Yeah. Really? Oh, it doesn't affect Hamilton. I don't think. I think. Yeah, this is what I mean. This is. It's. It's just. It's, I don't it's think gonna it's not going to affect but it's going to affect two, three, four, and five, and it's going to affect the back of the grid as well because you've got people that have, you know, that like Russell who will jump up the grid and do quite well on Saturday, but actually fall back during races because he hasn't got the car. I think it will. I think it will. Um... I think it will be a detriment to the competitiveness of the midfield. I think the midfield is gonna is gonna naturally shuffle into the positions that they should be, rather than you know someone having a lucky qualifying session and then holding that position. I think you'll see people falling back into where they naturally should be, and it will just be the, what the order should be, rather than a closer order. If that yeah. makes sense. So I'm I'm kind of I, I'm I'm glad we're trying it because at least we can say. We tried it. You know, we never tried reverse grids. I didn't want reverse grids, but we never tried reverse grids. Oh, hello there. That was my voice I just heard there. That was. Were, I just were you watching the live stream? I, was just, I just put on the live stream. I just, you can put it on, but just mute it, for God's sake. I've just done it. Um, yeah, so I, the whole points thing, yeah, yeah, I'm just not particularly, yeah. I don't know. I mean, see, it might, it might be amazing, but as well, historically... You know, it's we've gone from nine points for a race win to ten points to twenty-five points, and now we're going to have two races and twenty-three races a season. Back in the day, when Hang when on, Mika Hakkinen does that not sound like NASCAR? <laughs> yeah, let's see how many random points. We, not NASCAR, IndyCar. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
But yeah, back when Big Hagen had won the title with with 100 points, and now it's like you've got 100 points by race four nowadays. And yeah. you know, this way you could potentially have 100 points by race three. It's after in I a 2023 20, race calendar. I hope it's only half points if they are doing. I'm hoping it's less. I'm hoping it's just like for like six, four, two, one, or something like that. It won't. You know, It'll just... be half points. It will be half. <sighs> I don't think It'll it be should. Twelve points. That's too, that's too uh, many tw- points. Twelve, ten, eight, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, you're probably point. right. I mean, they might do the old point system, as you say, ten, eight, six. Oh, hello, Hi, cat. cat. There is a cat has appeared on the track. There's a cat on the track. Um. If you don't, aren't actually watching this, Tom has the um, Melbourne background. I do, um, which I took while I was at the track. You know, just picking that up off the floor. I like to drop that one every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks that he's been. So that's about. my picture, so no one can sue me because I took that picture. Can Melbourne not see you for using their logo? Well, no, because I took the picture. It's my intellectual property. They didn't have a sign up um, saying no pictures. Screw you. <laughs> screw you melbourne um actually we're just promoting melbourne so I don't yeah know. exactly um you're just promoting orange backgrounds yeah yeah i, I don't know why i'm looking round. <laughs> yeah where's the monkey gone yeah. where's the fucking monkey there's a monkey behind me um anyway sorry Get that monkey off your back yeah yeah if i've got a virtual background on because otherwise you're looking into my in-laws house yeah. um let's talk talking about this because i'm boring myself bored today again. i'm very much boring myself and i'm really sorry because i'm probably boring you guys congratulations um, you've now joined into what the rest of the world have had to put up with your entire life oh thanks thanks <laughs> that's awkward um um yeah so sergio perez has taken part in uh in the shakedown of the of, of the car um and the the headline made me laugh i mean i, I misread it at first because it said um everything about the car is completely different says Perez when he drives the Red Bull for the first time. I was like, well, how is it different? Because it's the first time. But then the article, yeah. when you read the article, it says that it's uh, everything's different to the racing point. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Because it's a different He didn't car. jump into like, yeah. the Merc. If he jumped yeah. into the Merc, he'd be like, oh, I recognise all this. Um, yeah, exactly. Of course it's different. It's like jumping in from a Volvo into a mm. Ford. Everything's how, different. How do we think he's going to do? Because we've not really covered this on the podcast. How is he going to? He's going to be third or fourth. Hmm. quite no... possibly but I... how is he how is he going to fare against Verstappen oh that's not the challenge the cha- challenge is Bottas how's he going to fare against Bottas hmm. that's the I challenge think... don't worry about Verstappen that, that's if the problem is if Perez is worried about Verstappen then he's a bigger fucking fool than the rest of us put together because that is not your challenge your challenge is not Verstappen your challenge is Bottas and the problem you're I... fighting for third and the seconds when Hamilton fucks up. You're not fighting for Stappen for the firsts and seconds. The problem I have is that people seem to forget that in Sergio Perez's career, every time he's been paired with a teammate who has been of equal or better ability than him, they've clashed and he's cost the team points. When he was teammates with Jensen Button at McLaren, they clashed. He cost the team points. He lost his job at McLaren and nearly dropped out of Formula 1. If it hadn't been for his wealthy backing and Carlos Slim, he would have been out of Formula 1. Goes to Force India, him and Hulkenberg, probably the most healthy relationship they actually had. But they did still did have the odd moment on track. Paper Vesteban Ocon. Constant issues because Ocon was feisty and young and quick. And, and those two just had constant issues. And then he's been paired with Stroll for two years. 
So of course there's no issues there. Of course he's going to look good against Stroll. So well, uh, yeah, but he could have had issues with Stroll because Stroll Stroll was beating was, him at the start of the season. Yeah, but Stroll was the son of the boss. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he could yeah, have but, had problems with Stroll, and he didn't. So, but that's because Stroll's not competitive in comparison. There's so what you're saying occasions. is that if he's competitive, he's going to throw his toys out. What I'm saying is when it's when it's him and Verstappen, if he gets a sniff to pass Verstappen, he's going to try and take it, and Verstappen's going to get pissed off with it, and then they're going to clash. I think there's going to be fireworks. Yeah, I can sort of see that. The same as everyone's talking about the whole Lando and Ricardo, Ricardo which they're as, trying to force the happy. Meme-worthy. Meme- oh, fuck off. This is Ricardo's. What is he like? Thirty-two years old now, Daniel Ricardo. This is his last chance to break into a championship-winning. He thinks he's going to win in that car. That's what I. Well, I think there's there's potential. Apparently, it's a three. Joking. Apparently, it's a three-year contract. Um, so I can see him winning in a McLaren within three years. Oh, I can see him winning a race. I can see him winning. I can see him winning the championship in a McLaren. Mm, Depends on what the Mercs are doing, what Hamilton's doing. Yeah. I'm saying t- I'm talking 2022 here. 2022, 2023. He's got a contract Again, till 2023. Depends if there's an extension Hamilton's one-year contract. Yeah, which I'm sure there will be. I'm certain there will be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a foregone conclusion this year. I think the Red Bull is looking looking good from what what he like. It was very close to Mercedes. Excuse me, very close to Mercedes at the end of last season. Mercedes they can't develop that much, obviously. Um, because of the regulations. Everyone's saying about how they didn't put any upgrades on the car since Belgium last year. That, you know, that is true, but equally, there's only a certain amount of tokens they can use. So they can't, it's not like they can just say, well, they've been working on, this is our, this is now our car because anything they're using for this year had to have been on the car by Abu Dhabi or they couldn't carry it over to next year. So they can't do like wholesale changes. They still have to abide by the token system. Yeah. So it's not like they can bring out this massively competitive new car. Yeah. So I think it's going to be closer. And Red Bull traditionally starts slower because they have issues with their chassis and, and the car. But they're not going to have that this time because the car is basically a carryover. If they're anywhere near the Mercedes, they're going to be closer. And the season's going to be much better at the start. I can see this season... Not being a foregone conclusion. I still think it'll be Mercedes on top, but I can see it not being a foregone conclusion. And I think we're going to be in for Do a more think exciting you'll have season. The amount of random winners we had last year. I don't know about that because what we had last year was we had Alex Albon in an uncompetitive Red Bull. Well, <laughs> no, we just sorry. had Alex Albon. No, we had. Sorry, we had Alex Albon sorry. in a very competitive Red Bull. Let me rephrase that. We had. An uncompetitive Alex Albon in a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, that fourth position disappeared and we had two uncompetitive Ferraris, which meant that we only had three up front, which means whenever one of those three had a problem, we got someone else on the podium. And yeah. if craziness happened, then we could get a new winner. What has happened in previous years when you've had three up front teams and then the, and then a couple of teams fighting over fourth, the cat's wrecking the green screen, um, then you would get... You would get you know, like two Mercedes out of the race, a Ferrari out of the race, and a Red Bull out of the race. That's a crazy race, but it's still a one-two for like a Ferrari and a Red Bull. Yeah. So you wouldn't call that an unexpected winner. No, but I think... I think Mercedes will win less races this year. But yeah, I don't think, I think there the will Red be... Yeah, I Bulls have a chance because this time Verstappen's not out alone. The challenge is, is being if whether Verstappen wins... Whether Verstappen... Whether, um, 
with a Chico. Checo. Checo. Chico. Chico. Cheeky. It's Chico um, time. It's Chico time. Oh my God! Do you remember him? Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, I do. With a. Ch- <laughs> oh, what was that song? Where did he come from as well? I can't even remember. Was he a Big Brother? It was X Factor, I think. Was he X Factor? Yeah. There we go. Um. Sorry. Um. Where the Checo um is going to support Verstappen. Um. And also what happens when, I mean, what will be interesting and I'm sort of thinking ahead is when halfway through the season, Hamilton announces a retirement. I don't think it's happening. I know. If, sorry. It, sorry. If halfway through the season he announces mm. retirement, what the feck does Verstappen do? Because um, Horn is already saying Verstappen's yeah. off. Well, yeah, he's, he does have a break clause in his contract. He is contracted until 2025, I think, um, or 2024 maybe. But there is a break clause, and it does depend on Red Bull's competitiveness. So, yeah, he, he could quite conceivably be in the And then the what happens? Does he either just think, does he just go for it and think, well, this is my last season, feck it, or does he go, fuck it, I can't be asked? And there's I so many think... other random bits that can happen in I just I don't think Mercedes would go for Verstappen while they have Hamilton Russell and Bottas I think that's and they've also got Ocon in there as well I think Ocon could potentially beat Fernando Alonso this week Bez if you're listening (laughs) I do think he could beat Alonso this year genuinely because you look at new people coming into that Renault team in the past and they've always struggled in the first six months but he's not new let's Let's call a spade a spade. He's not new. He's yeah, but Ricardo new. wasn't new. Hulkenberg wasn't new. They still new, both He's struggled. not even new, but sorry. They are new. Uh, they were new to Red Bull. Uh, sorry, Renault. Yeah, and so is Alonso. He's, he's not, not been there. He's, 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 not been there he's not been there since 2010. Yeah, but then... He's not been in that car for 10 years. It's, and it's a completely different formula now. Yeah. So that, I think generally He's not coming struggle. back to win. That's, that's just... No. No. Start this idea that he's maybe heavy. next year. He might win no. a race next year. He might do. He might do. If if things get closed up and we get some crazy races, he might win some races. But I don't think he Alpine will. Does. Yeah, I don't think he will. Alpine. But... Well, are we calling it Alpine? It's called, it's spelled Alpine. It's spelled Alpine, but the French pronunciation is Alpine. So I don't oh, yeah. know. Let's wait and say. So yeah, it's another AlphaTauri, it AlphaTauri. Alpha yeah. It's another AlphaTauri, AlphaTauri. I call it AlphaTauri because it's uh, the Tory is named after Touristable, so it's not Touristable. <laughs> um, although did you see their announcement AlphaTauri sorry I'm going back to their announcement um, launch I mean not their launch but like their prelim which was a fashion show well it is a fashion brand so that I doesn't know, but it was me. just like here's a load of clothes that the average F1 supporter will not be wearing this season no. here's a load of clothes that if you sit on yachts in Monaco you might think about it was well, there literally we go. that What's their target demographic? Oh. That's that's their target demographic. Yeah, but that let's be honest, the target demographic isn't sat there watching the launch shows. Yeah, yeah. No, let's be honest. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah, have a fashion show in Monaco with the car and everything. Absolutely. Having a launch show with a fashion show, I'm just like, huh? No, mm. this is for the Geek Patrol. Get your get your jerseys out and all that, mate. You know. Well, at least they at least they weren't recording an album. <laughs> Talking about which. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I love Yolando, but no. Talking about the Avatar. Um, you know how, like, 
the I mean they're all sponsored the clothing is sponsored by brands you know do they do, if you were bought an Alpha Tari top do you actually buy a piece of Alpha Tari clothing I have no idea has anyone ever bought an Alpha Tari top no one ever has do you not think? Do you not think anyone has ever bought? Not one person has ever bought Alpha Tari. No, they, of course they have. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not as you say. I think it's a different demographic. They're not looking to Joe Public F1 fan. Um, yeah, I just don't get it at all. Anyway, back to what we're talking about. Um, let's talk about some IndyCar. Oh, Stefan Wilson has posted a picture of a sheep. <laughs> Thanks, Stefan. <laughs> Stefan Wilson on Twitter. There we go. Breaking news! Stefan Wilson has posted a picture of a sheep. <laughs> Is he in fucking Wales or something? No, he's like he's basically it's. I don't know. It's a bit odd. It's a well, bit odd. have fun with that. I hope you like your sheep. Oh, I have a cat. Hello. Look at his uh, tail. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. See, this is the content that's that the the, uh, the live stream. Oh, the live stream. Getting. A bit of tail. Yeah. Um, oh, now he's on my lap. No, oh, there's a bit of tail. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Right. Wow. Top end content right It is, here. isn't it? Especially for the audio listeners. Yeah. Anyway, let's stop mentioning the fact that we're on uh, we're on, like, on YouTube now. Live on YouTube. Streaming now. Live. Go find us. Um, let's stop mentioning it now because no one's Well, sorry. If they've got to this point and they're now going, hang on. I've, I think I want to see these guys' faces. Maybe we should go to YouTube. Why? Why were you not there from the beginning? <laughs> and, and why did it take you so long to think, hang on, I might go and have a look at YouTube? Yeah. Are we sponsored by YouTube? Can anyone be sponsored by YouTube? That would I doubt it. Big. They've got too much money for that. That'd be quite funny. Do you mm. imagine? If... Yeah. But anyway, let's talk some IndyCar, because yesterday, Roman Grosjean, um, or as the uh, a lot of the American broadcasters, I've heard them calling him, um, Roman Grosjean. Roman Grosjean? Genuinely, gross gene. Wow, like, Roman gross gene. Really? Um, yeah, Have I you lived under getting... a rock for the last decade? I saw him getting in the car. I didn't see him driving it. Yeah, no, he's. Um, he was. It was. There was a test in uh, Birmingham, not Birmingham in the UK, Birmingham, Alabama, at the Barber Motorsports Park, and um, he started off uh, putting in pretty decent times, eighth out of I think fourteen cars that were running. Then he had a little crash. Uh, then he came out for the second session, so it obviously wasn't a bad crash, uh, and he finished last in the standings. So he's kind of already at his Formula One level, which is good. Um, <laughs> wow. But no, he, to be fair, like, yes, his first time in that kind of car, he's still recovering from his hand. Go away, cat. He's still recovering with his hand. He was holding it, apparently, he was holding his hand quite a bit when he was out of the car, so he's obviously still hurting from that, and it's going to take a while. First year, he's got a two year contract, so first year is a bit of a discovery for him. But um, yeah, and apparently he's not ruled out doing the um, one of the ovals, the short oval, the one that's uh, yeah, sorry, really. like a mile, mile and a half long because it's much lower speeds. So what he doesn't want to do is he doesn't want to go into uh, an oval, like a high speed oval with very little experience. Right. And remind because... me, he's getting paid how much to not enter races? Well, that um, yeah. that will then open up the seat for someone else, which I think is Cody Ware. Okay. He's going to be doing the other ones, but yeah, he's 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 another he's the son of Rick Ware, who is a team owner. So yes, what it's a great stroll. Name. Rick Ware. It's, it's another um, stroll situation. <laughs> I do love the Americans' names. 
Mm. I wish I was American to have an American child. Mm. Um, Grant, like, yeah, I, I hope I'm he glad does he's well, in there, and I'm glad he's. Um, yeah, I think he's he still right getting choice. a lot of abuse from some of the less tolerant um, outlets in America about why? not doing the about not doing the ovals. I can sort of see why that. But other confusing. people are like Jimmy Johnson isn't doing the ovals. I think he's doing the five hundred, but I think that's the only one he's doing. Is he doing the five hundred, Raymond? I th- I think Johnson. No, Grosjean's not doing the five hundred. All right. He's he hasn't got because he because he can't test because of his hand. And up, this is the first time he's been able to drive a car since his accident. He just would never be ready for the five hundred in time because it takes so much to get used to that style of driving that it just wouldn't be. Yeah, but right. hang on, Alonso jumps be... in a car and races around. So yeah, but with regards to Indy, he had like three months practice before he went into Indy for the first time. Because he literally had nothing else to do. Well, no, he was. To be fair, the first time he did it, he did it um, straight off Formula One because he missed the Monaco Grand Prix. But he still got a couple of tests before he went into the whole kind of practice and qualifying part. So the Grosjean just wouldn't get the time to do that. So he, he doesn't want to. He wouldn't be competitive and he wouldn't be safe. So yeah. it's it's just too dangerous. So he might he might do the short oval, but he won't do the the two big ovals, the two super speedways. Just... Look at me using proper phrases from wow, IndyCar, like you. Super Speedway. And, wow, um, I'm, I'm actually becoming a fan now. Um, I'm really excited for it. We've got a, a guest coming on to talk about Indy, hmm. which I'm quite excited about. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not announced it just yet, but, but I'm quite excited. unless you want to. Unless you no, want to. no, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm really excited. We've actually got someone involved in Indy. Well, on. we did with this time we last did. year. We this time yeah, last Steph. last year we had Steph Wilson come on, and uh, he was he was amazing. Uh, yeah. He was so good, and considering it was like our fifth episode or something, yeah. and we were still very very green at this. That was right. he was such a good sport, and uh, um, forever grateful for that. So I'm looking forward. To, yeah, that'd be good, and hopefully we'll have a few other guests anyway coming up, and we've got a extreme e guest as well. Which and let's talk about extreme e while we're here. Yeah. Um, they're on the ship. They're on the ship. They are on the ship, and they have set sail. And the boat, the yeah, as long as it doesn't do a Titanic, we'll all be grand. <laughs> That's a lot of money to go down. Could you imagine the Titanic? The irony of that ship, which is all about it's in the going the wrong direction for anything iceberg. If there's an iceberg mm. down where it's going, there's something really wrong. Um, but can you imagine if it hits an iceberg? Mm. Um, and the whole thing about global warming. <laughs> the irony is too big yeah the irony is too big um or it can't cope with the heat or something um but yeah it's a the saint helena so that's sent off and gone on a little trip down to saudi arabia so that's quite exciting um in a really geeky type of way um but we know yeah we've also got a guest that's coming on Talking about extreme e, so... which we actually announced it last week or last podcast. Sorry, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. It was yeah, uh, yeah. Ian Davis from Ian Davis. Team Team Veloce, and who I mispronounced Veloce because I have no idea about I'd extreme e. I'd call it Veloce. Veloce. Yeah, sorry. yeah. No, it's Veloce. Veloce. Apparently, it's Veloce, but yeah. Um, ah. I but yeah, I called it Veloce because I have no idea. Still learning this kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, but that's what I, I'm looking forward to. Um, and that would be really interesting. Um, sorry, we can go back to IndyCar. I've just jumped. Sorry. Yeah, well, we didn't actually have Extreme E on the program at all, no. but it's on there now. So that's good. That's an extra hashtag. That's five extra viewers. Um, 
which is how many fans Extreme has right now, which we're hoping to change. Um, I think it's... I cannot wait for Extreme. I'm, I, it's a real geeky thing. It should be good. should be good. I'm really into that. Anyway, carry on. No. Um, uh, we can, we'll skip past that other comment I got on there because I've... Yeah, I'm not really interested in that anyway, to be honest. Um, the, um, there's been some rumblings coming out of uh, IndyCar, which I am very excited about because I called it. I called it like six months ago. I said, Roger Penske wants it. Formula One wants it. It's going to happen. I said that about two things. One was wrong. That was Ferrari entering. That's not happening. That's been right. confirmed. Well, the no, other one, they've entered Le Mans instead. Yeah. The other one, um, they are, uh, Formula One are looking for another venue in America. And currently, mm. the favourite for that. Where would you that, look for? A... The favourite for that is the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, which I would really like. Mm. Yeah. I know last time out, it didn't do so well, but the reason was the, I, I forget his name, but the um, the then the then um, owner, commercial director of IMS, um, George something, maybe. I can't remember now. Darren will text me later, tell me what it is. He normally does when I forget something to do with IndyCar. Um, yeah, he didn't think it was financially viable, which it wasn't, to be fair, because Bernie Eccleston was a greedy little miser uh but the world has moved Nothing on changes. since then it's um the last race was 2007 the world has moved on a hell of a lot in 13 14 years there's now so many ways where you can you can maximize your revenue streams and it's you know the 30 million dollar um hosting fee was a stumbling block before yeah. they can they can easily fill it with 200,000 fans and the amount of other income they can generate from that and also the prestige of having Formula One, that's got to be worth at least 10 million a year to the Indy 500. So I can see that happening. I really can. And there's now rumours that they're trying to make it happen. So uh, if what? that happens, you heard it here first. But won't, what won't happen is 75% of the audience will not see the Indy 500. This well, they, yeah, they've, they've said that they are going to be having fans. Which is great. Um, minimum of course 25%. they are, because the Americans are... Yeah, that, sorry, I was about to say something there. Anyway. No, don't alienate the Americans. They're like <laughs> a quarter of our listeners. We had this conversation last week. We love you Americans, apart from one of you, but don't worry, you're not in power anymore. Oh no, I've just alienated them all again. Oh yeah. Uh, no, so um, they are going to make a decision nearer the time um, to allow as many people as possible to come into the, come into the venue, because... Uh, it's changing all the time. The vaccine rollout is obviously gathering pace because they don't have a crazy bin in charge anymore. And yeah. it's it's looking promising. They, they're they not announcing ticket sales just yet because they don't want to have that difficult conversation of, oh, you know, having to go back into lockdown again and you can't have your ticket now like they had last year. It was there was there was no fans. There was fans. There was no fans. There was fans. And then in the, in the end, there wasn't fans. And it was just a bit of a. Uh, I mean, it was a terrible situation anyway last last year. So, you know, you can't really blame Roger Penske for trying, but it was pretty mismanaged last year. Yeah. But this year, they're, they're looking good. 105th running. And I think we're going to run a bit of a... I haven't worked out exactly how we're going to do it yet, but we're going to run a bit of a competition around the Indy 500 this year. Because Are we? we've got Yeah, we've got a load of, a I love load this. of merchandise. I haven't spoken about this. But we yeah. did speak about it once. Oh, ages yeah, ago. ages ago. We've uh, we've got a load of merchandise for um, IndyCar merchandise donated to us, uh, which is all uh, Justin Wilson signed uh, memorabilia. It's things like napkins and and signed photographs and things yeah. as well from uh, from IndyCar. So we're gonna do some kind of competition uh, to do with the Indy 500, where we're gonna be giving away these little bits of merchandise. So, so uh, okay, so we yeah, we'll will, we will do that. Um, watch this space and watch the three hours of the IndyCar Indy 500. Midnight, yeah. Or whatever it is. Um, 
so yeah, we'll be interesting. I'm talking about fans. Do we? And talking about and and actually, this does move on to my next subject. Um, do we? When's the first fan in um, Formula One? Oh, the first fan event. Uh, yeah. I, they, they've not announced anything yet. So we don't know what's happening there. There's not um, nothing in Bahrain. There is Silverstone some... going ahead now. Silverstone, Silverstone are still selling tickets, but they're selling tickets with a COVID guarantee, saying that you will get your money back if you can't go. Because I've looked. So at that's it. right on the line. When is? When is? That's June, isn't it? Britain, July, eighteenth of July. Okay, and at the moment, Boris Johnson. Um, it's saying don't worry i don't like him either americans <laughs> but actually you quite like him now because he's told you that the world is going to reopen in june yes but he also told me things will be back to normal by christmas and he also said things will be back to normal by last summer so i trust it when i'm walking down the aisle in september that's when i believe it <laughs> um oh yeah we've got sat your stag do as well um yep. that reminds me um yeah like i can't um yeah, if I mean it could go ahead then. If the roadmap is correct and if your vaccines and AstraZeneca don't feck up and ignore everyone mm. um which they are well, you're in England, they're not gonna ignore you, they're ignoring us. Um you're you're in theory on the right path. Mm. Um and if you don't give all your I hope yeah. so for Silverstone's sake, because Silverstone can't really survive without fans. So yeah. um I hope they do. Uh, I'm probably not gonna go this year. Because um, I've got so much no, other I holiday, to go and now I can't. Yeah, no, I've got so much other holiday and stuff going on for uh, various other things, you know, honeymoon, wedding, and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully, so uh, I won't be going this year. But I reckon next year we get a live stream going from yeah. Silverstone. Get try and blag some that. paddock passes as we're broadcast media, you know. Or something, some bollocks like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, and so this really just bring me on to the next thing, which is the first race i suppose the first race of the season is this uh yes it's the start of the new it's the start (laughs) it's the start of the 2020 21 uh formula e season my brain hurts from this i mean formula (laughs) e was always weird anyway yeah they they do they do it over two years like football do you have you know you have football 2020 2021 season this is the 2020 21 season but obviously the previous season finished very late and then this season started even later um so so um there's well they've there's still only five races isn't there um there's no there's there's eight races eight races but five locations yeah there's five venues confirmed and eight races confirmed which charlie went through with us uh, which do we have next week there's two of them Um, two of you we had saturday uh, oh god text conversation between me charlie and you um where i was trying to work out a well Tom decided to slightly remind me that it was on this weekend, um, which I do need to then watch. I'm not doing the the story, um, the um, the story, the race reviews. The race review. Charlie Charlie's doing is it. Going to do it, um, and um, it's on UK TV on BBC iPlayer. Um, I have no idea how to get it in Ireland, but I'll work that one out. Um, yeah. And we'll have some reviews. Next it's week. the first first ever night races in Formula um, E as well, which yeah, is going to be exciting. Which is just random. Yeah, there's um, a bit of bit of calendar news. It looks like uh, at the moment the final race um, that's been scheduled is Santiago uh, Santiago in Chile. Um, 
they may stay in the U.S. continent. I said the U.S. continent uh, for two more legs because they're uh, they're looking potentially doing the New York Epre and the Mexican Epre um, following that because Santiago is currently on the red list where you can't come back for at least two weeks or ten days or something like that. So they're looking at then staying in that neck of the woods to do New York and Mexico. So that would be interesting. They were originally on the calendar and then they were postponed. Um, so that's a good way to get around the quarantine, quarantining rules and yeah. getting a couple more races in while you're there. So that's that's good. Um, it's all padding out the calendar, which needs needs to happen, needs to get up to a decent number of races again this year, as it's the first World Championship season for Formula E, official World Championship status season. We need to get as many races in as possible. And there you go. We have managed to drag this out for an hour. We have. Shocking. That's pretty impressive. It's getting on for an hour, isn't it? It's getting on for an hour, and which is shocking compared to where we literally have no news and nothing to yeah. really talk about. So somehow you've listened to us for an hour talking yeah. bollocks. Oh, um, I I did hear some news about Michael Schumacher. What news? There's no news. Really? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, there's uh, apparently um, on a on a very dodgy website that I've I look at because occasionally. Sometimes they come up with something that's a bit of a hot take, uh, and ninety percent of their stuff is complete bullshit. What F1.com? When... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently uh, there's a documentary coming out about Michael Schumacher, but there's no release date at the moment, um, and apparently it reveals his current medical state. Mm. Yeah, I don't believe it. I mean, it could be quite an interesting documentary. But I would love it to be true because I want to find out if that is right. I it I reckon they they might be filming such a thing with the hope he gets better. Maybe. And then um, maybe and it's then maybe it's something sort of beginning middle end and also following Mick Schumacher and everything. Talking in a bit of, of which... a morbid sorry, in a bit of a morbid roundabout way, it might be something that they're going to air when, you know, he unfortunately is no longer with us. Maybe it's something they're planning for to release after his death. Yeah. Um I, I I mean hopefully that's in twenty years, but you know, it's it it doesn't look like it's something that's gonna yeah, you know, he's going to come back from, but we hope he does. Talking of which, um, Drive to Survive is out soon, isn't it? It is. Get on that. Get on that. Well, let's, I'm going to be. I'm, I think it would be really interesting this year, and it'd be. You know, I've watched the last two Drive to Survives, and weirdly, I didn't follow the seasons. Yeah. Um, previously, this season, I know exactly what happened and when and how. Yeah, you you look at it in I'll a different. Enjo- I think I'll I'll yeah. enjoy it in a different way. Um, yeah. Whether I'll enjoy it in a geekier way or whether I'll enjoy it, I don't know. Because I enjoyed them the first two, um, but there'd be a whole episode about Grosjean, surely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Hats always get their own dedicated episode and then mentioned because in other episodes as well hilarious. because they are just hilarious. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Did what... you did you hear about William Story again? He's been in the media. He did a uh, he did this press release. Uh, he did a thing on Twitter where he's saying big announcement coming today. This is William Story of uh, Rich Energy, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, saying uh, oh big announcement coming today uh, at such and such a time, and then he, he started doing the announcement and didn't realise that Twitter had a limit on how long they could do video. So he started doing the announcement and then ran out of time before he made the announcement. And what was the announcement? <laughs> The announcement was basically, uh, I've, I've, I've got a friend who might be investing in a team, uh, and that means that we're going to be uh, part of that partnership. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're go- which means we're going to be involved in Formula One. 
It's like, so you have a friend who might be buying some part of a team, but might not be. Okay, great. Big announcement. Prick. Yeah. Um, let's think about that. There's no team for sale apart from possibly Hass. Yeah, it's Hass. It's, and it's, like, to... it's just saying the same. It's almost and anyone that's working for Hass will not allow that to go ahead. You well, know, it depends. Not, I mean, if... No, no, on the sale. If they, if you, they, no business will do that. It would be suicide for the business. And that's not, you know, there is some, you know, you don't sell your this a business to well. A, a, if his if his friend dangerous. is if his friend is Dimitri Mazapan and Dimitri Mazapan is the one buying the team, because he said that right. Rich Energy Rich Energy were involved in trying to buy Force India, and Dimitri Mazapan was definitely involved in trying to buy Force India because yeah. he's still fighting with Stroll over it. They've got a court case. Because he bid more than Stroll did. All right. Yeah. But Stroll had sometimes a better business money, plan. Yeah. Sometimes money doesn't. I, yeah. Stroll. Yeah. Stroll That's actually had a business works. plan. Yeah. Yeah. He had a business not, plan. I'm just rich and it yeah. works. He had a business plan and a son, whereas Dimitri Mazapan just had a son and a bag of money. Well, they both have bags of money. Mm. Um. Yeah. That's definitely not how business works. Anyway. That's no matter how yeah. much money you work, have, sometimes it doesn't work. Doesn't matter. Sometimes it doesn't even make any difference if you have a business plan. But I will stop bitching about that because that's just kicking us in the teeth <laughs> um, with stuff at work. But anyway, um, yeah, I, if it's Mazepin, that's yeah. yeah no. <laughs> I literally don't care. And but it'd be funny if he does come back. Yeah. I don't know if Hass. Bearing in mind that Hass is a named company in the same way Williams is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? the company based around someone's surname. I'm not sure I would be wanting to sell to someone that's going to be involved with rich energy. Hmm. Well, apparently, apparently he no, posted, a, apparently he posted a picture of the back of the, uh, of the Hass with, um, with the rich energy sponsorship and then put a comment on it saying, this is the view our rivals are going to have of us. And it's just like, yeah, that, that's when what, what, laps. Yeah, when they're lapping you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the lapping. Oh, what an idiot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. This has probably been the most dullest, boring podcast. Probably. Going. I'm really yeah. sorry about that, but there's really. We've dragged it out as yeah. long as we can. But don't worry, because in a couple of days' time, it's as we're recording, it's Wednesday evening. In less than 48 hours, we will be watching a race. It feels like it's been a long time oh, coming. Thank God for that. But uh, we're. We're actually going to be watching a race in less than 48 hours, Formula E, uh, uh, and then less than 24 hours website, later, uh, less than 24 hours later, we're watching another race. I know. Get onto Get... the Formula E app. You can do all the... They're doing competitions on the moment. You can mm. also do the attack mode. Yep. Uh, fan Put mode. Put your attack so. mode. Yeah. So who did you who did you vote for on... Who did you vote for on Fan Boost? Who did I vote for? Um, I... I certainly didn't vote for Jaguar, the pile of useless idiots. Um, even if Sam Bird's Charlie. there. Um, good luck, Charlie. That's all I can say. <laughs> I went for... Um, I went a bit Glory Hunter. I went so, for Costa. Yeah, So, and that's because of um, DS to Cheetah. And admittedly, Mark, because Mark came on here and... Yeah, Mark um, Preston, um, DS to Cheetah, CEO. And, yeah. and he won last year. So seems to be the obvious team to go for um or you could go for jag like charlie and be at the back of the grid like sam bird so it's up to you well 
talking back of the grid, I've I did my fan. As you and did. I, you did. I've you hated. went for the George Russell of yeah. Formula E. I went for Oliver Turvey because. A... Sorry, you have to read out. Actually, I've got. Can I read out your reasons? Yeah, go on and read for... out my reasons why I voted for Oliver Turvey. So I voted for Oliver Turvey for four reasons. He drives the worst team and needs all the help he can get. Yeah, Who's he driving true. for? Uh, it's the team at the back of the grid. I forget what they're called, to be honest. Brilliant. So he <laughs> drives for Williams of Formula yep. E. Um, he's British and I'm a sports racist. Yep. So he's George Russell. Yeah. He is the test development and development driver for McLaren still. Yeah, he's been there for like holding. 10 years. Yeah, holding on to straws there. His name sounds like two cats. <laughs> he does. You can imagine having two cats called Oliver and Turvey, can't you? Please, next time you get two cats, Tom, call them Oliver and Turvey. Well, I used to have a cat called Turvey, so... Did uh, you really? Yeah, we we had a cat called Topsy, and she died, so we got one called... And we called her Turvey, because you look uh, Topsy. Yeah. <laughs> and Topsy Turvey from... Yeah. Uh, Gilbert yeah. and Sullivan. There, we've got a musical reference in. Um, very strenuous reference. Yeah, it's very tenuous. It's not um, really a musical reference. Here it is. Topsy Turvey is all about Gilbert and Sullivan. That's that's where the the uh, the idea originated. Yeah, I suppose. It's still There's a whole film tenuous. called Topsy Turvey. Yeah, Go and no. watch it. Yeah. It's a Mike Lee film. I think it's Mike. Anyway, there we go. Um, mm. It's got Jim Broadbent in as either Gilbert or Sullivan. I can't remember who the other one is. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, cool. Let's go home. Really I want to go to bed. Yeah. So, uh, join us next week. We'll be back in only a few days with another podcast. Oh yeah, fuck. When are we doing that? Monday. Yeah. I bet we'll get in the diary. Otherwise, the missus will be on. Yeah. Right. Uh... <laughs> Bye. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Tonight we will be live streaming again on YouTube, so if you want to catch up with us, um, if you want to listen to this episode early, then I've just fucked up. This is uh, the thing, we're going yeah. live, we can't actually get through this and we can't do the yeah, fuck it's up. Fine. Tonight we will be live streaming on YouTube again, so if you want to catch some episodes early, then head over to YouTube and see what's the faces. F- <laughs> <laughs> we'll see our faces.